Hello everyone! Greetings! Glad to be back. It's been a while because I've been busy. And uh, to the one person who's actually interested in this podcast, I'm very sorry, but I've been busy, so don't bug me about this. Anyway, it's been a bit, but I have a buddy of mine on right now. His name is Eli. I've been wanting to get him on for a little bit. And say hi, Eli. Hey, what's up? Yo, it's good to have you on. Yeah, it's good to be here. Just gonna... Get some Virgil's, Virgil's craft root beer, my favorite. Totally, that sounds good. Actually, my favorite's uh, vanilla cream, but that this is my like casual one. Vanilla cream is for uh, celebration celebrations. Okay. Yeah, dude, no, I'm down. I feel it. I love like vanilla cream soda and root beer and all oh, that dude, stuff. It's the best. It's delicious. Like yeah. W. A buddy of mine showed them to me, and I was just I. It was kind of funny. Like I, <laughs> actually, I remember the. F- yeah, I did do this. I I took a sip of it and I just went, whoa! <laughs> like just straight up, I was just like, this is whoa! This is so car so concentrated and yeah. sugary. I was like, this is awesome, dude. Hell yeah, yeah. But the root beer is for just the casual, casual thing. Cause being the straight edge good boy that I am, I can't. That's about as as hardcore as it gets. Yeah, dude. Well, root beer is better than beer anyway, so it's it's totally fine. I totally understand. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, how's it been? How's it been so far? Uh, it's been good, dude. Just been uh working on a couple of projects recently. Just uh been doing a couple just just different things. We're uh working in this stoner metal project with a few guys, then another project, but just more uh thrash and heavy metal oriented. But yeah, just doing good. Keeping busy with that, and yeah, it, it's nice. Awesome. That's great to hear uh stoner metal that sounds about your speed oh yeah dude yeah i love it it's awesome i just love those just heavy chugs and all those just good just just good slow and then build up to the riffs and everything and just yeah, it's nice i feel that like I, I like it when i do when bands do that a lot that's like um one of my favorite bands uh you know gojira uh they have songs like that like one of my favorites by them is a song called where dragons well okay. maybe you've heard it it's uh i'm not gonna get copyright strike for anything on here they don't care i'll just play it very quick sure and it's uh it's very like it's at least it starts off very like with this soaring kind of chuggy kind of riff okay and i mean it's kind of death metal-y well like it is death metal-y because mm-hmm. they're kind of like a progressive death metal band yeah definitely but like it's it's really sick yeah no goes really heavy Yeah, see, like, just, yeah, that's sick. See, stuff like that just makes me want to just work out. Like, I just love that shit. That's yeah. the type of, like, music that I'm trying to make. I'm it's the, good. Yeah, I'm the same way with, with music. Like, um, yeah. What's your workout music you usually like to listen to? Me, specifically, preferably metal, uh, old rap, like, 90s. Any uh, bands in particular or groups? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the big four, definitely, you know, Slayer, mm-hmm. Megadeth, Metallica, Anthrax, even the European four, Killer. Judas Priest, Motorhead, yeah. Black Sabbath. Um, and then I'm, what's, what's the, I'm blanking on the last one, uh, for the European uh, four, what is it? Um, Sabbath. Oh, uh, Maiden. Maiden. Yeah, and Maiden, yeah, so, the, you nice. know, them, and then uh, yeah. definitely just a, just a lot of good metal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like I've I kind of been slacking on on working out and stuff like that, but like whenever I do, um, I like to work out to Lamb of God. Like, Dude, yeah, Lamb of God's a really good one, especially their live albums. Yeah, like like they're they're I I think the last time I was like really working out, I was listening to the album um, uh, 
uh what was the one it's one of their most it's their best one um kill to kill adelphia no it's the 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 purple one it's um oh man what's it called i'm blanking I know, I don't know that, why I'm gonna say it's not laid to rest. I don't think. Or, no, it's not the one that. No, the the album is called it's like Sacrament it's, or something. Sacrament. Yeah, that's it. Hell yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that that's that's their best album in my opinion. It just has so many just awesome. Yeah, it just makes stuff. you want to just like you know punch a hole through a wall. It's awesome, dude. They yeah, have I some love, of the yeah, gnarliest. They have some of the gnarliest pits, man. Like, like I I, I was showing you. Uh, the last time I hung out, I was showing you the the live show from two thousand seven, two thousand seven, and there was like circle pits just everywhere popping yeah. up, and and they were wa- so big, and I was just like, oh, I wish I was there. Yeah, dude, no, I I've never been to a Lamb of God concert, but I know people that have, and it just it looks yeah. awesome. Like I I want to go. When they ri- they rival Slayer pits, man. It's crazy. Yeah, definitely. Because, yeah. like, once this whole pandemic thing's over and they have shows again, I just dude, I definitely want to go. Dude, once I, 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 I've been saying this to some friends of mine. I was like, dude, once this whole pandemic thing goes over well, and I go to my next show, I'm just going to jump in the pit and just start killing yeah, people. Yeah, no, and just, like, f- freaking break our necks pretty much. But, dude, because from headbanging so hard, but I was going to say, I was actually supposed to go to uh, Megadeth and Lamb of God because they were supposed to open for Megadeth in July. You probably knew oh, about it. I actually and didn't. I actually, yeah, I, I was about to buy tickets, but then they weren't on sale yet. And they're like, oh, we're going to move to September. So it's like, okay, cool. Then they totally canceled it. Uh, and then so I'm like, great. And I said, well, continue the tour next year, which is this year now, 2020. Or I mean, 2021, sorry. And, uh, you know, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, yeah. I hope they do something in the future with their tour but same yeah the show that i i we i didn't get i never got tickets for this because i hadn't convinced my parents to get tickets for me yet but um it was um a show at uh i forget exactly where but it was um let's see here what's it called it was um that band that you know the singer from uh, Mr. Bungle, um, man, what's I'm I blanking on about so many recently, but I'm I don't blanking on so many sure. names right now. Um, I'll get it up. It's uh, let me see here. It is um, oh my gosh, I'm so pissed off at myself for not knowing this. Um, but it is, um, it was this band that, that I, I don't really care to see, uh, but I feel it would still be a good show. Um, and then it was Corn, and then System okay. of a Down, and I'm just like, oh. Yeah, that's a pretty good mix, so. This show's still gonna happen, yeah. but it's just put off, like, so much, and I'm starting to get like, come on! No, dude, I know, it's just everything's being lagged and i hope everything you know gets back to normal recent or soon but i mean i just saw i remember recently there was like a drive in faith, faith no more faith no more that's the band that's okay for sure yeah well, i never really got about... into them too much they're, they're, they're good I, I know a few songs they're good but I, i've never really got into them same but, but i was gonna say no there's been like metallica drive-in concerts and stuff but i'm just like yeah Ugh. i'm like if, if i can't mosh pit i mean low-key like i i kind of wanted to go to the drive-in one just to say i saw metallica live <laughs> but i've never seen him live i mean mm-hmm. that, that's like that's the one band out of the big four that i have to see on the american side 
and then I would have seen all of them. And then yeah, the same one... thing with the European, but I can't because Motorhead's not a thing anymore. Mm. So can't see, you know, can't complete that. But yeah, whatever. I I um I I've wanted to the 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 big four thing is kind of kind of tricky for me because I um I wanted to see because uh, of course I'm a big Metallica fan they're my mm-hmm. favorite band I've seen them twice I saw them in 2017 at the Rose Bowl and uh, opening for them was Gojira and Avenged Sevenfold that's awesome which yeah. is, it was a great show tour. and I hadn't and I hadn't seen Gojira I hadn't even heard of them before so that really? was my introduction to that's them that's when you discovered them that's yeah. awesome um and um then i saw them at snm in sept in september of 2019 okay uh with the san francisco symphony which was just oh so cool i have seen and i saw slayer at their very final show um and i say final in quotation marks they i i, I don't think they're gonna stay retired but um i hope not yeah, it would be good to. Dude, it, would, it would be cool. Yeah, because back in tw- I think it was like twenty seventeen or sixteen, Kerry King had a freaking interview, and he was like, he was like, yeah, you know, Slayer's at its best right now. We're we're doing our best, like all this stuff. Like you know, we're continue. We're gonna continue to make more albums and all this stuff. And it's like you know, then they say, oh, we're gonna disband. And it's like, well, that sucks. But mm-hmm. but but I, I understand why because you know they've been a tight band for the past you know over 30 years yeah so i totally understand why if they want to all retire and just relax and stuff but yeah i'm with you i don't think it'll last i think give it five ten years or whatever but i think they'll or at least we'll have see. reunions or what like other bands we'll see what know. happens yeah, like definitely. Uh, like they, they it, it could go either way with them honestly like it i don't know but uh well didn't they like also way. say they were gonna like retire before i don't know I, I thought there was like a tour where it was like end of the whatever like end of slayer tour Back in like twenty, sure. I don't know, I don't know, I don't remember, but I just heard there was like a tour or something like that before. Either way, I saw them in uh, November, I believe, and uh, it was Phil Anselmo, which yeah. I am, I'm pissed at this. We got there like forty five minutes late and just oh, had you the missed ta- him? we got the tail end of him. Okay, um, like we got like, uh, maybe three songs. That Dude, it, you know it's the funny. Tail end. That's the exact same thing that happened to me because. We went to um, I I saw the uh, Slayer end of the world or the end of the Slayer tour. Mm-hmm. I was what, the Vegas one, mm-hmm. so Primus opened, Phil Samo and the Legals, yeah. and then was Mis- Ministry, uh, mis- uh, Ministry, Ministry, yeah. yeah, Ministry opened for yeah Phil. So the thing is, is Ministry like, opened for Phil. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It, for me, it was Phil, then Ministry, then Primus, then Slayer. Actually, that might have been how it was in Vegas. I think you're mm-hmm. right because we went to go get drinks after the after Phil went on. But anywho, ah. um, Phil went on, and um, we were late too, but we weren't that late. We were like maybe like two songs down. Then we saw it, but it's funny because we were late, and I was pissed because mm-hmm. I was like rushing out, and all. The, and the guy that my friend that I was with at the time, he's like, you know, like, oh, it's okay, and he's like drinking and walking, like just taking his time. I'm like, dude, we need, you know, we need to go. Like, <laughs> let's let's mob. It's freaking Phil Ansamo, and there's it says it's a you know, vulgar of display tour or whatever. So it's like, um, they're going to be playing a bunch of Pantera they were, it was, songs. It was Pantera songs yeah. and he is part of Pantera, you know? So it's like, it's like seeing one fourth of Pantera. So it's like, Which you know, kind of the best you're going to get nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it was almost like seeing the real thing, you know, because hearing Phil sing and he actually nailed a lot of the songs like on point. So it was good. Yeah. He, he, he performed really well. And, and it was, it was a really good show. And, yeah. you know, I, I love Primus, uh, that cause they yeah, went on too. after the second time I've seen them, I've seen them twice. They were a really good band to see yeah. really good show. Cause they put a bunch of funky, cool, like trippy art and display yeah. and stuff on the 
screens mm-hmm. and stuff. And then after that, of course, was Slayer. And they're always good, you know, yeah. just, you know, freaking fire spitting out of the stage and just dude. mosh pits that are like a mile long. And it's it's just so awesome, it was, dude. Yeah, it was one of the best shows I've ever yeah. been. I, I'd say second best show I've ever been to. Yeah, like, it, it was it was one of the sickest times I've ever had. And, your, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, uh, sorry. You were going to ask what my favorite one was? Yeah, what's your number one? Uh, Metallica 2017 Rose Bowl. Because okay. that was like that was straight up like it was almost a religious experience, man. Because yeah. these guys, that was at like the peak of my Metallica loving phase. Mm. Like I like I, I wouldn't even call it a phase. I wouldn't call it a phase. That's yeah, kind of a wrong word. Because I'm always gonna love them, yeah. but like it, it's kind of like I listen to them o- and only them for like a year straight. Mm-hmm. And and now now I I've branched out and I've listened to more stuff now yeah. obviously but that, like I still go back to them and listen to them a lot and I'm like oh man this takes me back and it's great stuff and definitely and still still amazing stuff um, but that was like at the at the peak of it like they were the band like the only band that mattered to me mm-hmm. and and then I got I see them like run out and I see them start playing and I just like. Oh, lost your shit i did <laughs> like it straight yeah. up i had i had one of those just moments like your where your head you're explodes ju- you're like it it literally yeah. it was like that i i, I awesome. can i've never had that experience with any other band where just they step out and i'm like oh my gosh it's james hetfield it's kirk hammett yeah. it's lars and rob and they're playing songs like, right that i me. have Holy that, shit. that yeah. i have loved and yeah. they are a good few hundred feet from me like, it's an amazing experience. I mean, a lot of people, and I'm not going to lie, I was one of those people that would like be like, concerts are kind of dumb. Like, you know, mm-hmm. why would you waste money on a, you know, $50, $40 ticket to go see a band that, you know, it's going to sound worse quality anyways and all this stuff, you know. So I'm not going to lie, like back in like middle school mm-hmm. or whatever, high school, I was kind of a critic. But uh-huh. but ever since I've started going to shows, like the last, you know, five years or whatever. There's a magic to it. It's it's yeah. awesome, dude. Like, like it's just it's it's a experience you can't replace that's why yeah. it's worth the 50 100 50 100 bucks a ticket whatever mm-hmm. like it's like you know there's people like-minded like you that are fans and it's just fun mm-hmm. you know it's just like a giant party and i love it totally and, and, and you know like you said mm-hmm. you know i mean like we only live once so it's like it's it's just crazy because it's like you know you want to see all these people live and it's cool because you don't know how long they're going to be around mm-hmm. you can say you've been to these shows yeah. you know like like i can say i've been to sabbath and a bunch of other people that you know you can't who knows you know, they'll probably have mm-hmm. reunion shows in the future but it's like yeah. you know you don't know how long these guys are gonna last you know they're getting older and it's yeah. like shit and so, that was the reason why i wanted to see slayer so bad because i um i wanted to one they're one of my favorite bands and two i wanted to get them off of the big four list yeah. b- before like if they come back sweet just to if be they safe, don't yeah. come back yeah just to i be want safe, to dude. say yeah. that i've seen them definitely and so that was me too. I, yeah. I just like I'm, I'm like I'm going to the show. I have to because they were already sold out for freaking LA when I tried to buy the tickets. Damn. Because no, because they were all yeah. pit. All the pit was sold out. It was like four hundred whatever for a oh, yeah. shitty seat up top. I'm like, nope. I'm seeing Slayer. I'm not sitting down for that. Mm-hmm. That's impossible. I did do that for Judas Priest, and that was horrible. Because mm. uh, Ju- Judas Priest was a good show. They performed awesome. Rob Halford sounded the same oh, as dude. he did in studio. But yeah. it's just I had to sit down for that. Yeah. It was like. I feel like I'm sitting in a car just headbanging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll come back to Judas Priest, but like with 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 Slayer, 
I knocked them off the big four list. I knocked mm-hmm. Metallica off the big four list twice. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm just left with, I haven't seen Megadeth, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite, it's my second favorite band. Yep. Uh, only second to Metallica, which Dave Mustaine might have a bit of a problem with. Um, but, um, uh, and then there's Anthrax. That's the problem because I have no real desire to see Anthrax. Like they're a, they're a great band and they're, and I'm sure their shows are really fun. But I never was really able to get into them. I like, feel you. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And so it, it's kind of it's kind of upsetting because the like Slayer they 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 came through the California LA area uh, twice for their farewell tour. They came back for the last time and ended it here. But they came back a year before that and did a show. They they were doing like the the second leg of their tour which was such a cool lineup. I'm so pissed. It was Anthrax, Behemoth, and Lamb of God, which... That, the, and, yeah, and the, that's and the, a good lineup. Yeah. I was not a big Slayer fan at that point. I had I only knew Rain and Blood, so like a little bit of South Adam, yeah, like Angel of Death, yeah. like the hits. A year later, I'm seriously into them. And I'm like, okay, I miss them coming through. I can't miss them now. Mm-hmm. I've been giving it. I've been given a chance. Like it. It was so. Pa- it was so painful because like, when I missed them and then I got into them, I didn't think they were coming back to L.A. And so I straight up was looking for the nearest show and that that looked like it would happen. The nearest show was in like Mexico, in like the middle of Mexico. And I was straight up going to start begging my parents to let me take a road trip to to, into the middle of Mexico. Yeah, you're just like, you know what? I have to see them just to see them, just to be safe. Which would never have happened because it was in like the worst spot of Mexico. It was Mm -hmm. like where people people die. And and so I I. I knew it wasn't gonna happen, but I was just and and then like I they were gonna play at Vakin, um, and my uncle was um, gonna play uh, play on one of the very small stages. His band was gonna play at one of the small stages of Vakin, awesome. and I was I was trying to see if I could clear up my schedule yeah, to like, go on to yeah. to go and like roadie or or something mm. to get me to Vakin so I could see them. Yeah. <laughs> just anything, <laughs> and 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 but thankfully they ended up coming through, and I got to see and I got to see them, and I got to see Primus, which was I actually started getting into Primus when I saw that they would be on the bill. I was like, okay, I'm gonna see Primus. I think I should listen to some of their music, see yeah. what they're all about. Yeah, it was and then the, like definitely few, random. And then a few on it. yeah, and then a few songs into it, I'm like, they're definitely Dude. not like Slayer at all. Yeah, it's just uh, random, but they're yeah. so funky, they're so awesome. And I, uh, a few songs into it, I'm like, oh, this band is pretty, pretty rad. I yeah. like this. And they played one of my favorite songs um, by them, Mr. Crinkle. They yeah. played that. Mr. Crinkle. Mr. Crinkle. Yeah. How are you today? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I think that the reason why they, um, that why they were on the tour was because, um like them and ministry like they had phil there to do some heavy stuff and they had ministry they can get kind of heavy but they're more of like an industrial metal band yeah um and then primus is like a funk metal whatever the hell they are like yeah they're they're primus they're their own genre the reason i think that the reason why i think that they did that was to make the enjoyment of slayer far more because if you like the previous tour for example if you go out and you mosh to Anthrax, and you mosh to Behemoth, and you mosh to Lamb of God. When Slayer comes on, you're gonna get a little tired, and you're gonna and and you're gonna get a little worn. And so, and the experiment 
experience might not be as fun. Now, don't get me wrong. Primus had two mosh pits mm-hmm. like, that were happening, and and they beat everyone else that night except for Slayer, of course, yeah. uh, as far as mosh pit size and stuff, which was which was cool to see. Um, but I, I I think that that was an intentional that they were on there just to to make the moment when Slayer comes out a really really good like, experience totally different and heavy yeah. exactly yeah and so um i think that uh i think that was the the idea um and i uh, i i had i was um up in the in the uh stands and i had like there were seats and stuff i, I wasn't sitting down of course I, w- I was rocking out with whatever space i could I, I was literally like i was by an aisle and i was like going down up and down the stairs just like yeah with everyone yeah. else and just there was a guy next to me who was like just mosh it's, it's really down fun the stairs. It's, it's straight up it <laughs> was it was really fun like as as a 19 to 20 year old yeah uh as a young person like going to these shows where there are people who are in their like 50s and then seeing the look of surprise of of kind of a happy surprise on their face that someone as young as me is singing along to the same lyrics that they sang sung along to when they were my age and it's kind of fun to see that expression on their face when they're like oh man it they're they got it's, it's still going yeah. on in the young generation yeah and it's funny because you know like my i grew up with like my parents they they never listened to heavy metal or, or anything mm-hmm. like, that, like that you know the most they mm-hmm. listen to is like acdc is like the heaviest which is but you know everyone mm-hmm. loves acdc so yeah. that's easy but world's most successful uh, bar band yeah dude, yeah dude they're <laughs> awesome yeah i mean but i was gonna say um with my parents you know they didn't listen to that stuff as much so it's funny mm-hmm. when i go to these shows i notice all these older people who are like our parents age or whatever and they're like you know yeah wearing slayer shirts and just like you know drinking just tall cans and just like yeah it's just funny they're like grandpas they have like their kids with them too and stuff and mm-hmm. it's just funny and i'm just like hell yeah like it's just it's it's different it's cool yeah my dad um he he wasn't like seriously as hardcore uh um as like you and i are mm-hmm. like because like i've dove into like thrash metal and yeah you've you'd have do- stage dive and yeah and you've it's done awesome. that kind of stuff <laughs> <laughs> and and so like um like as far as like thrash metal and stuff like that as far as he went it was like metallica and megadeth he told me about this and i i just stopped and i was like dude why haven't you ever told me about this he saw megadeth in a movie theater like that was cleared out so that they could play mm-hmm and it was back in like 1985 or 86. Like right before, like right when they were starting. It was the Killing Is My Business, Peace Sells era Mm -hmm. with the OG lineup. Okay. With Chris Poland and Gar Samuelson, like the jazz fusion guys. That's awesome. And he told me that and I was just like, what? (laughs) Oh, why? Yeah. Yeah, but... um. But yeah, it, it it's crazy kind of being the young youngest, almost youngest pe- person there. Like I, I I remember when I saw Judas Priest um, in uh, in 2019. My dad surprised me. This is so cool. He surprised me with the tickets. Um, what show did wait, wait? Which place did you go it to? Was, was at, it Ontario? No, it was in like Irvine, I okay. think. And um and so he surprised me. He he like I came. To, he said, "Hey, can you come downstairs?" I went downstairs, and he was like, "You want to see Judas Priest?" And I was like, "Yes." And so he's like, I gotta take you go to Jesus Priest. I'm like, I love you so much. And then he took me there and he was like, All right, we're gonna go to our seats and I'm like, All right, sweet, we're walking down the aisle. I'm like, All right. 
Stage is getting a little close. What seats did we get? Dad, what seats did we get? And then we just pull up and he's like front row. That's awesome. And That's I was really just, cool. and I just look at him I'm like, <laughs> I love you so much. You're That's such, awesome. so cool. And so it was, uh, it, it was Judas Priest and Deep Purple and Judas Priest was going on first, which was kind of good because I'm, I'm not much of a big purple, Deep Purple fan. Yeah, um, although same. I, I, I did stick around for their enti- for the set until they did Smoke on the Water because that was the very first song I learned on, on the guitar. Okay. And so I, I felt like I owed them you that. You had to give props <laughs> uh, just to be safe, yeah. But Judas Priest absolutely killed it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I stood up, like, uh, like it was seats, there was no pit or anything, but I just stood up and I, I had my hands on the railings and I was freaking headbanging yeah, so hard. Awesome. And rob there was a moment where rob halford came to my side of the stage and he was singing and i'm like the youngest guy there it was back when i was like 18 and he looks at me we make eye contact well i I think we did he had glasses on sure and 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 he looks at me and he just he just goes basically just giving me a thumbs up and i and i was just like wow and and uh it, it was so good and yeah you were saying like he's he still sounds so good like he's in his 60s or 70s yeah. or something like that. I think like he's that. like, yeah, late, he's almost 70. Gotta be late, light, yeah. late 60s. And the dude, he's Here, still, a, he's a freaking unit. He's a force of nature, man. Like he hits those painkiller screams so, so good. Like the fact that he hasn't torn up his voice, like in his old age, or even when he was younger, like you got people like Phil Ansamo who, like, he, he's good. How old is he? 69 69 that'd be 70 oh nice yeah. yeah but um yeah you got people like phil Anselmo who like he's he doesn't sound terrible now but he's like definitely he, he doesn't different. have the same voice well, he did well dude like um i w- i was talking with this with my old band um hollow point and mm-hmm. i i totally agree with what what uh we were talking we were talking about where phil Anselmo. i don't know if you notice it but there's um there's early pantera and then later pantera mm-hmm. and there's also like right in the middle of it phil overdosed do you remember like hearing about that i think it would think it was like 95 or something like that but um early pantera you know he he was like more like into like the hair metal like yeah with like power metal doing like yeah the, you got the stuff high like screams. yeah you got stuff like heresy or or shattered where yes. he's like just going <laughs> yeah yeah definitely like so like with the first like like thing was like 87 he joined the band or 88 and then you know power metal came out in what like 88 or 89 i don't remember one of those years, but yeah. like you know that, and then Cowboys from Hell, he was very up, like very, yeah, very high, uh, high, high voice, very like jumping jump. around yeah, everywhere. Yeah, like and, I sent you that very old like show, and and you see like like he's just losing it. Like back when they were like havoc level, and he's yeah, just like just bouncing jumping off the around walls, dude, yeah. and, and crazy. He still crazy. he still had hair. Yeah, he had that like. That like, like just where it's like kind of just thing. on the top and yeah. then the back and so but it was long. Yeah, do you know? No, it's good. He was he's awesome and like, um. But I noticed like after like there's a difference between the early '90s and the late '90s because after he hit, in my opinion, we were like talking about it like he had like a um like the heroin overdose and mm-hmm. then it just looked like that uh towards the late uh the late '90s the um the music as it got heavier and stuff he um didn't have as much um what's range. it called like range as well yeah yeah or like the heroin definitely is something like he that, that's that, why that's yeah the, like you, you can't really like he he talked about like he's talked about like his his day where of heroin uh, use where he'd like 
do like 10 bags of heroin a day yeah and at like 10 about 10 injections of of heroin a day and like you can't do that day after day and come out of it like in one piece well yeah no i understand totally yeah. and then he also you know the guy like freaking pretty much like broke his back mm. so he's you know performing pretty much in pain the whole time that's why he's doing all that stuff yeah so you know that's why he's not jumping around as much or probably hitting the highs or being as you know happy performing animated because he's probably in pain yeah totally yeah that makes sense yeah and and he's and he's gotten old like that's yeah. that's just it's it's unf- like i mean that's why the the way he talks the way he does is because of that, that all that freaking heroin that he did yeah. like that because like you see older interviews and he's like yeah man we're gonna do this we are in the album studio working on the album right now and nowadays he talks like and back in the day yeah. da, 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 da. and i'm just like oh man. yeah dude yeah you gotta like yeah. you gotta like put his voice on like uh, like speed it up on YouTube to like 1.25 in order to make it to act, him actually sound like he's having a normal conversation. Yeah. Like it's, it's kind of, it's really kind of sad, but you know, it is what it is. And you, you learn in that would, that was a time when like that, that stuff was like, like you, you kind of knew that it wasn't good, but you didn't know how bad it was. Like yeah. it, it was, it was uncertain times and new things and stuff, but you know, at least now we kind of know, but you know, unfortunately, some people still don't care. Yeah, I know. I hear you. Yeah. And I mean, he's he's gonna always be you know like an idol of mine and stuff, and it's just same man. It's, like, it's just yeah. I'm heavily influenced just, by the guy. It's just crazy how like a lot of idols, a lot of idols of my or just in general. I mean, everyone's idols, you know, are just do that stuff. You know, like Kurt Cobain and mm-hmm. just you know even Elvis Presley. Just a lot of people. You know, Michael Lane Jackson Stanley from Alice yeah, in Chains. Yeah. Yeah, Lane Staley, everyone, and you know everyone, and just uh, it's sad, it's horrible. Yeah. It, and then you know, and then even some of them that you don't even expect it, you know, have all these problems and issues. But it just you know makes them human because mm-hmm. you know we all have shit, we all have problems, and you know everyone has their poison. But yeah, it's yeah. just uh, it's just sad that when people get to that level of power, you know, fame or success, that you know shit takes over. And sometimes yeah. they were like that before, but you know, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. It, it it's it's pretty sad mm-hmm. but um yeah it's it's cool to see like like they them bounce back in whatever way they yeah, can definitely like yeah. dave mustaine freaking oh dude that guy has been to, in, in yeah, and out ben, of rehab yeah. on, i think he said like like 17 19 times yeah definitely like, and and same, same with you know like like, Phil, had, like we were just saying like phil and yeah. Sama, like he came back and everything and so it's like it's cool to see all these people mm-hmm. that you know, like you said they come back from it yeah and who's, no. uh, I think it was like David Lee Roth from uh, Van, Halen. Van Halen. Yeah, he was like, yeah, pretty much kicked out of the band, I think, because he was he doing stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then, uh, you know, pretty much got clean or got better. And he got better, yeah. Was, he was with them again until, you know, what they, happened they recently. Just, uh, yeah, they just yeah. didn't. Yeah, they, Van Halen, like, just kind of disbanded, like, kind of, like, just didn't really talk i i don't really know if there was an they didn't i don't think they put out an official like we're done but they just kind of dipped in in their own way mm-hmm. and uh and now eddie's gone so like yeah they're done virtually yeah because i one one show that i wished i could have seen was was van halen yeah i've never seen van halen either live man my my dad has seen them Dude, like same, yeah that i've yeah, that that's awesome. I've I've never seen them live though, which they're like I'm with you. I'm, yeah. They're one of the bands that I wish I would have saw. Yeah, there, there's a lot. There's so many bands that I'm so pissed off that they they're not around anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it's Van Halen, um, 
the tech i mean guns and roses is still around but it's like it's it's only like three of the original members so it's it's not entirely guns and roses um but then like also pantera and uh let's see here allison chains like the with lane and uh i don't know it the the bands that we have nowadays if like you either have the ones who have managed to survive or a kind of almost a shadow of what they were like like for example like I'd say Guns N' Roses in some sense of sense of it like at least now Axel was brought back Slash and Duff but like for a while it was just Axel mm-hmm. and that like you can't call that Guns N' Roses yeah yeah like that's that's Axel Rose at the end of the day like it, that'd be like if Phil Anselmo was touring under under Pantera right yeah. now like but it's not because Doug it's not, not there because and... it's not he's not there mm-hmm. Rex isn't there Vinny's not there it's just Phil yeah. so he's just gonna sing he'll, he'll still sing Pantera songs because everyone wants to hear that but like he doesn't like say oh yeah this is Pantera because it's not it's it's just not yeah definitely yeah. which is on yeah it's its own thing <sighs> yeah I'm just I'm looking forward to when shows come back. I'm just wait. I want this whole lock lockdown done as soon as possible. Yeah, like same. of course in I'm the over sm- it. I me in the smart. I want it to be in the smartest way we can. Like because I I don't want like I don't I don't want there to be any more deaths than there are gonna be. Sure. But at the same time, like like it's it's almost a year now that we've been in this yeah. whole thing, and like so their business is like especially in our industry with like live shows and stuff like that venues need like they've been out of commission for a year yeah. i was just gonna say a lot of places have been shut down and yeah everything and it's horrible it's sad it really is like like i when back when i had jake on here he was talking about he's like name one venue in oc that's gonna survive this i was like i, I can't <laughs> and yeah yeah so yeah like when it when it when it's come to politics like and stuff like that like I, i'm definitely like it's it's a something that i pay attention to and i think it's important but at the same time i'm just like i can't take any of it seriously nowadays like yeah i i can't either i mean unfortunately you know it doesn't depend i mean uh yeah just it, it doesn't like really matter what what you say you are because you're gonna offend people and they're gonna hate you regardless so i mean even mm-hmm. though i'm an, i'm an independent you Same. know personally you know, if you say you're a Trump supporter, or if you say, "Oh, I'm a Biden supporter," or if you say I'm a liberal, or I'm a Republican, someone's gonna find shade. Someone's gonna, be a jerk someone's and, gonna have a problem with it. Yeah, and someone's gonna just gonna be mean and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and it just sucks because and now there's a political spectrum when it comes to opening, reopening, mass, no mass, and it just sucks that we have to take these sides where yeah. it's like, why can't you know people think for themselves and you know like it's a lose it lose sucks. situation yeah, exactly. because like it's, like it's, you got people like me it's just who, a pissing match it just sucks me and you who will be like yeah the republican the right the right sucks the left sucks i'm gonna be in the center and they're mm-hmm. gonna be like no choose a side or we both hate you and, yeah. and if i do choose a side then i got someone still hates me yeah like i don't know it, it's it's a it's it's a lose-lose situation um but Every, that everyone treats it like like it's a win situation in some case like i mean i don't know it, it's it's irritating 
And it's especially irritating when I try to have conversations with people on both sides because they immediately, when I, when like I start defending the other side, I've done this with both sides. Like I, 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 I was talking with a guy recently who um, he like was talking about like, uh, I think he was saying something along the lines of posting on his, on his story on Instagram, like, like, the the democrats and the liberals they're they're do they're using nazi tech te techniques that were used by the nazis in mm -hmm. the old day and i was and i just said uh what techniques i just responded asking what techniques were they yeah. using are they using and he immediately was like got on my case like oh people like you defend the democrats and i was You're like, like what? wait 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 <laughs> I, I am not defending the yeah, democrats like, I'm, just I'm just asking, asking i'm asking yeah. you what techniques are there? Where are your sources? Uh -huh. I want to know. And it's funny. And and he was just and he was just basically like, oh, like people like you defend them are the reason why they're winning and and da, 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 and a bunch of stuff. And I basically I, I gave him this long paragraph which basically just said, look, I'm a libertarian. I'm in the middle. Mm -hmm. I'm not defending like anyone in any particular way. I'm calling you out. Yeah for what you for what you're saying and I'm I'm asking you to present the facts and the evidence and if you see me as calling you out as defending a side even when I'm just asking for information then I think that you should really look at whether or not you are truly searching for the truth or if you are just looking for justification of your own personal beliefs mm -hmm. and I said and I also said this isn't coming from a hateful place I just want to call you out on this because I, I think it's important, and I think that people do that too much. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, people watch. You know, you know, they'll watch their Hannity, they'll watch, they'll watch their, um, you know, Anderson Cooper, whatever. You know, whatever is their, what what they want to watch. But just to feel better, you know, if you're more Republican, you'll watch Fox News. Mm -hmm. You know, more Democrat, you'll watch MSNBC or CNN. And it just sucks because you know if you watch that, huh. you're just gonna, you're basically just watching what you're comfortable with. Uh -huh. And so, unfortunately, you know, all these independent news sources or places that have more, in my opinion, real news that aren't just fabricated stuff or just general public stuff. You know, they have like just more just raw stuff or news. And, yeah. you know, those are mostly just Internet things or things you find on YouTube or something yeah. or just just random sources that you wouldn't see that only like a, you know, few thousand or a couple people, couple hundred people know, you know, so it's crazy. Yeah. Like. Like I, that's that's one of the reasons why I, I stopped identifying with myself with any party. Like, of course, I lean more conservative. Like, yeah. that's just obvious. You talk to me for like ten minutes, you'll figure that out. But like, but everyone um, has views on both sides. Yeah, you know, the exactly. Audience, so and 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 I have I have views yeah. for on on the left side as well. And so that like one of that's one of the reasons I don't identify with the party because I feel like it's kind of an inaccurate label. If I if yeah. I if I lean more t towards it's, one, to piss off it, someone. Yeah. But also, I found like back in in high school when I identified as Republican, I um I found that when I did that, I was more willing to justify my own like the party's like bad behavior, like with kind of the thing of like, oh, well, I agree with them on this stuff, so like if they did this, there was either maybe a good reason or maybe it wasn't that bad mm -hmm. or stuff like that. And it's just like, no, you're, you're being dishonest to yourself. Like, yeah. I, 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 uh, 
like it's times like that i remember when when jake was on here and he said something that made me laugh he was like dude if at least be ideologically consistent if you're not ideologically consistent you're a turd (laughs) and i was like no true words have ever been spoken my guy yeah yeah like and and that's that's just kind of one of those things like like I, i i noticed more when i identified as independent amongst people like like they were like oh well like if my party is is putting people in cages uh if if like for example like the the cages thing is a very good example like like when when trump was in office mm-hmm. everyone was up in arms for the like the children who were in the cages even though obama and stuff like was that. the one that it, put even though, them there exactly even though obama it. was the one yeah. who put them in there and so then also now the that now that biden's <laughs> in office where's Whereas all the newscasters talking about the kids in still in cages that oh, Biden yeah. has kept in yeah, there, totally. and have and have now put them in like in like these neat little little condo looking things like yeah. like there's it's still an issue, dude. Like totally. and and no one seems to care because like oh, orange man ain't in office anymore. Yeah, it's really sad. I mean, it's 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 terrible. Um, I. I just lost my train of thought. I was gonna say something related to that. I'm so sorry. Yeah, uh, it's cool. I do that all the it'll time. Come, it'll come back. But yeah, like, like, and it was the same. It's, it's the same thing with like, with people on the right and the left. Like, like, no one real like, and all of a sudden, people on the right are not gonna defend like the kids in the cages mm-hmm. because now Biden is taking control, and they're gonna be like, oh, well, now this is a problem. And now this is something we got to talk about because now he's in it, mm-hmm. and 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 like, it's, it's it's idiotic, and that's why I've like, I've just of of recently I've just stopped like putting my faith in anything like political on the Senate or Congress level because they're too wrapped up in their own egos to figure out like what they need to do and what we actually the people want yeah. to happen. They're only in, in it for themselves. And so I've just been kind of looking around at like the societal stuff because that's that's the best I can do at this point. Like you can't really you can't fix anything in that in in the in the Senate un- unless like the people are united. Yeah. And, and, and so hopefully like they just stay there. They don't do anything. You yeah. Know? I mean, like not to sound rude, but it's like it's they don't. It's true. Yeah. Like it just sucks because they just stay there for years and years and years and they don't. Nothing changes. And yeah. In like, my opinion, like some of them have their, you know, the biggest thing. S- some, you know, what's it called? Uh, have some of their like, you know, earned ties with other people or businesses. Yeah, their backdoor and, deals. Exactly. T- backdoor collecting deals, their little their money. Pot, you know, money. Vote you know, this way. We'll give you, you yeah. slip a little check your way. Definitely. And then uh, a little extra cash on the side, totally. Yeah, they do that all the time. Never know. I mean, someone will pay him. You know, oh, do this for a few thousand. You know. Yeah, like I pass I've been... this policy. You know, this policy or this vote for this thing. So yeah, you never I've, know. I've listened to uh, to David Sanchez's podcast, uh, Riff or Die, and uh, he he's he's talked on that very thing. He's been like, you know, I think he he said, and I I kind of agree with him. I was, he said, I think that all the people who uh, who have collected backdoor deals should be rounded up and uh tried for treason against the united states and i was like i'm kind of down with that yeah. and and uh and he w- he was making this point too which i agree with and i think i've signed this already it's a uh, it's a convention of states um which uh basically it would uh like it would introduce a bill 
Well, no, not energy spirit. It would um, allow for the people to call for certain changes in in the government and stuff. And one of the changes that is on it is for uh, term limits on senators, which is and people in Congress, because you got career politicians like like uh, just the first one that comes to mind, like Joe Biden or or Bernie Sanders or or Mitch McConnell or like people like that mm-hmm. who have stayed in office for a long time and and this isn't really any even anything to do with whether or not i disagree with their policies or not they're just they're old they're in their they're in their 60s and 70s and 80s like they they shouldn't be making decisions for a generation that they are no longer really a part of yeah. like they they were put into office law lo- like two times the amount that yeah. i was born yeah no, like, I, I, I agree it's like they they shouldn't be making decisions just because like this is a new generation there's new things like technology and internet and social media and a new mind frame with with the younger generation and so like i don't think that they should be making decisions that are going to affect a generation that they don't really they can't really relate to on a certain level. Sure. Yeah. And uh, so that's one of the things that the Convention of States would uh, would bring into place. And I've signed the, the thing because I, I believe that that's one of the best things we can do right now. Uh, but that's one of the reasons why I'm looking around at the society for and trying to fix them on that level. Because, like, if we can't fix the society, then, like, how, how the hell are we going to fix the, the Congress? Like, because... We can only do that if we're united as people. Totally. And we're kind of very freaking far from that. Yeah. So a lot of tension right now going on. Oh, seriously, man. Like I I it's so hard to talk to people and it shouldn't be that hard. Like like it's sad. Yeah. And it's it's un, it really is unfortunate because like you like I, I know that if I talk to someone, they're probably going to be fine with it. They're probably going to be cool. Sure. But like, there's still that thing of what if they're not? What if they? What if they get pissed? What if they? What if they walk away? What if they? What if they start like yelling obscenities yeah. at you? Like, and I'm just like, it, it's yeah. Everyone's on to- on their toes. No, I get it. And like right now, you know, it's worse because of what's going on with everything, and mm-hmm. it's just yeah, it just sucks, dude. Yeah, I. Yeah, if I could do anything, it would be to just try to bring people together. Like, yeah. that's the best we can do. Totally. No, I agree. Just something. Start having the shows. Yeah. Open up gyms, open up other places, you know, for people to come in. and. Yeah. Because I, I think this whole this whole shutdown thing, and I know your opinion on it, and of course this is a free thing where you could talk about your opinions and no sure. one's, no one's going to punch you for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, uh, like I, I think that we just kind of got to be careful with this shut down but it's been going on for far too long yeah dude i mean two weeks stop, to stop the spread then it's already been a year so it's yeah. like a little bit ridiculous seriously you know, so it was it, it was like sucks. they like a year ago they said like I, I i got into i was like told i couldn't go to classes anymore and i was like okay this could be all right for a little bit yeah uh kind of give me a little Do bit of online, a, bre- try it out. a breather to kind of get me on get like kind of slow the workload coming sure. in because it was like in the middle of the of, it was at the technically the beginning of the audio program for me and i was like okay i could uh 
kind of take a little bit of time to get on my feet a little bit and test the waters, figure this out, and we'll be sure. it, we'll be back in, in in like maybe a month or two. And then a month or two went, oh, you're not getting in this semester. And I was like, okay, well, the next semester, right? No, you're not getting in the next semester. Okay, well, like some of the, are, are we going to do any of it in person? Nope. Oh, okay. What about the semester after that? Nah. Oh. It's been a year. Yeah. It's been a freaking year. Like I'm, I, I'm serious. I'm, I'm like Stan in the, in that last, in the quarantine episode of South Park. I just want my life back. Yeah. Like, I just want, I just want things back to normal and I'm, I can live like this. I can. And on some days I like it. Cause like, I don't really go out much anyway. Sure. But like on some levels I am so freaking tired of it and yeah me too it put me in like a funk it put me in a straight up funk in the middle of this yeah it just sucks dude like it's it's not meant to be like we're not supposed to be wearing masks it's just it's not natural it's just ugh yeah it's horrible yeah and it's uh yeah at at the end of the day like we can i'm down to oh to take whatever precautions we need to in order to make sure that we can open up safely but just just freaking open up like we're we have been like because i i I feel like people in the society they have this this notion that like COVID is just going to magically go away if we stay if we just stay indoors for long enough it's still gonna be here like we didn't get rid of the swine flu we didn't get rid of the regular flu it's still out there well but we've we've found out how to combat it and that's my main problem is that we've been indoors for a year and just now they have the vaccine yeah like it took you this long to freaking make it well yeah and it's not still not even done because they were saying like you know what is it like another i don't know like i forgot it was like another month or something that or they're like oh once you get the vaccine you still have to wear the uh mask and then you have to wait another month and all the stuff and it's like what like it's just ugh. it's just yeah like and and um they just keep changing everything it sucks yeah that's that's the thing like like a lot of people were pissed off at like at people like like you who listen to like the con- the conspiracy stuff yeah and i'm not coming down on you of course no you're good but um like uh but like the the people who go for other sources of information mm-hmm. And I'm like, have you seen the information that the quote unquote information that we have? It keeps changing. It's yeah. biased. Everyone has an agenda. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen when every single media source is lying to your face? You can't tell the truth. You're going to fi- go look for it somewhere else. And that leads to to possible things and i'm not saying this is particularly you but i'm talking about like maybe other people who are like th- that straight COVID is a straight up like like uh conspiracy and it's not real like like obviously people are going to look for other sources of information and that's when the crazy people come out and start mm-hmm. sp- and start talking about their their incredibly wild theories like and and, and so i'm like dude what what do you think was gonna happen yeah it's 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 uh it's 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 it would be funny if it wasn't so sad but yeah like that that whole thing was like when this whole thing started and as it continued i was Mm -hmm. just like dude this like 
COVID isn't a conspiracy. It's just freaking like, it's just information, quote unquote, as per usual, yeah. where everyone's biased. It's a freaking agenda and everyone's lying to get their their nice little rating bar going up as high as the sky. Yeah, no, you're right. And it's interesting how stuff changes because like you were saying earlier how something about like some news thing wasn't showing because of something else. But I was going to say like during the election, you know, COVID magically disappeared on the news. Yeah. Like, yeah. There was a, there was like a COVID tracker or a COVID meter on, on the right on side like of the CNN screen. CNN or, yeah. or, or MSNBC. And then once Trump, once Biden's in office, that just went away. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, wh- what is COVID no longer an issue yeah. now that your guy isn't in office? You freaking idiots. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, it, 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 it like it, it pisses me off so much like and and it's 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 just unfortunate it's a whole thing i i wish that like I, w- I wish that people were more understanding of the people who go to other sources of information because i'm like dude you see what we have to work with like all this all this bullshit around us that's just tr- we're trying to filter through like what do you expect at the end of the day yeah totally yeah and especially with something like this like i i remember when when covid was first happening and i didn't really know anything about it like and i still like basically there was just so any information that maybe was any information that was true no matter if it was true or not was struck down by the other side and then any information that was not true was just kind of there and it was all we had was uncertainty and it's yeah the but i said it before the main thing that i'm pissed at is that like dudes like you have i i i was saying this in like six months in i was like dude you guys have had six freaking months to look at this covid facts at this covid divine at covid19 this covid virus and you have nothing yeah you have no way to fight it yeah i know it's i mean at this point just re uh, i know dude i mean at this point in my opinion just reopen everything if you want to sign waivers, sign waivers. If you want to wear masks, that's fine. Wear masks, but just reopen everything. Because at this point, like you said, they're going so wishy-washy and just like it's been over six months, nothing's happened. Mm-hmm. A year, nothing's happened. I mean, you know, now they have the vaccine stuff out and people are getting them and people are getting more comfortable to go out. But it's just yeah. like shit. Like, yeah, like, when is this going to end? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it. I definitely. I Yeah, because like, at the end of the day, like, and it's starting to happen. It's starting to happen. Texas. Baby steps. Baby steps. Yeah. Like and, and and people like our Lord and Savior Gavin Newsom, uh yeah. who sent down from heaven and anointed by God. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. He 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 responded when when Texas opened with like completely reckless. And I'm like and and someone gonna... someone snapped back in like the best way. They they said like when people yeah. are flocking from Texas to California, then you can criticize them. Yeah. Like and and I was like, dude, You've had us indoors for a year. There are states out here, they're freaking done. They're just done. Yeah. And they don't care. Yeah. And at the yeah. end of the day, like I, I do think that like there is a form of like of it could be considered a little reckless that they just opened everything up like completely. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely think we need to be a bit careful more careful. But like I think that 
that when it comes to states like Texas and I think South Dakota, like and yeah, Florida de- too. a bunch of other states, like like dude, what do you expect? Mm-hmm. What do you expect to happen? Yeah, I mean, I was just in Nebraska, you know, like a month ago, and uh, go to Nebraska. Yeah, dude, back in Nebraska, like a month ago, and um, there was uh, gyms open. I was working out at the gym inside. Can't yeah. do that here. So yeah. unless if you go to a, like Crunch, but somehow they get away with it by saying they're like a health facility or <laughs> something. I don't know, but something because I think they offer like some type of like PT stuff yeah, dude, there, or there's some a, type there's of therapy. A, um, I don't know. There's a hairdresser, uh, uh, um, a hair, uh, a haircut place um, that my my mom goes to. Sure. And um, they're they they they're still open and they've been open. Because they, they because they they don't let people through the front door. Okay. They only let people through the back, and they just tell everyone, keep your mouth shut. Okay. <laughs> and don't let anyone know. That's funny. And it's so great because like you treat it like a drug deal. It's so great. I yeah, go it's into sad. the back. It's, it's, it's like, like a bootlegging for your it hair. It is. It's a yeah. freaking speakeasy for haircuts. It's a speakeasy for haircuts, man. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, like they and they because ha- they have to stay open. This is some of this, they live off of this. And and the people who are like like oh we need to we need to bump up the the minimum wage and make it higher. Dude, our economy has been shut down for a freaking year. Yeah. Like d- don't tell me you care about about them when that. You just want more money. Yeah. Like no you're right. If they really did care then they would have said reopen everything. Let's go. Yeah. Because if they're like oh we just want more money, it's like well you can do that but you there's know, a safe the way to in go about don't want to give up their money so, there's a safe way to yeah. go about leaving leave about reopening totally. the country there is a way to do it like well, people it's, are just so freaky and just fighting on everyone's it that... freaky and politicians are not helping yeah and they've just left it, it it's it's just it's it's a shit show mm-hmm. like and and so if they and they've gone it's kind of like that thing like they're in too deep i think a few of them where they're like if they were to come out and just be like yo i think that we could actually like open up and be safe about this and not be and, and just kind of you know it, it's it's we could do this sure then everyone would be like wait but weren't you like saying it was like a freaking death sentence like a few years a, a little bit ago like what what happened mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, it's kind of like a few of them i don't know it, it it's it's just again it's a shit show and uh yeah it what was i saying it was uh yeah just basically and yo yeah you were you were saying like the people in washington like dude like the 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 freaking like like if you want to just a prime example of the dudes and the senators in washington like caring more about themselves than the people that they're supposed to be serving you just gotta look at what what they did right before COVID hit like immediately right before COVID hit, they pulled their stocks. They pulled them right out of the stock market because they knew it was going to drop. Because they heard they heard the the stuff about COVID was going to happen, and yeah. they just oh so just oh I'm just going to take my stocks out of the stock, cash in on that, and make a little bit of money. Didn't right some here. of them get a, like in trouble for that? Or I am said no. I hope was that like they, a year before that. I hope they did. Like they should, because that's technically illegal. Like it's a technically a manipulation of the stock yeah. market, but like no one really cared. Like no one actually cared on the societal level. But I do love the fact that a bunch of people were freaking out because of a couple of knuckleheads on Reddit were able to turn the I stock market that. into yeah, their own little playground recent. with Radio Shack. 
Yeah, what, what was that like? No, GameStop. Yeah, it was it was GameStop and uh, GameStop AMC? and Blockbuster and AMC. Yeah, that's awesome. I, yeah, dude, why not? Dude, it was so great. Like, then, I loved it. I, I just woke up one day and I saw, like, Instagram was busting up with a bunch of GameStop memes. And I was yeah, just I like, that, what is happening and, here? Yeah, and I did Facebook. some research and I saw that it was just, like, some knuckleheads on Reddit. Well, like, knuckleheads is being a little ew, harsh. These guys know what they're doing. Yeah. Um. But they, they, uh, it's like, you, you understand like, like exactly what happened, right? Sort of. You'd have to like refresh yeah. me a little bit. So basically, um, there's, there's a technique in, in stocks, which is basically it's, um, I forget what it's called, but I think it's, it, it's basically where a, it's kind of like a reverse stock. Like usually what people do in the stock market is they invest in, they put some money in this stuff and buy stocks. And if the company does well in the stock market, then the stocks make more money and they can cash in on those stocks and their money's doubled or tripled or quadrupled or infinite. Mm -hmm. um, there is another way that people can do it though, where basically they will put, they will um, basically, and I don't know exactly how this works, but they will put their uh, the stocks in into the uh, stock market at a high price when 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 the stock is doing good. So let's say it was like a ten, and then as the stock goes down, they uh, they will eventually have to buy those stocks back. But if they go down, then they have to pay less to buy the stocks back. Okay, and so basically. If the company does worse, if it goes down and fails, they basically save money in a sense because they've already spent it on, they've already kind of like they they have, let's say that they paid like, uh, like $10 for 10 stocks. Okay. And now the stock is at 10 and you bring it right down to, uh, and they bring it and the stock is at one now. They still have to pay for those ten for those stocks at that level, but now they just have to pay less because it's worth less, and so in that way they've made money. Oh, okay. And so basically they're hedging their bets at a company doing bad. So that's why a bunch of the stock brokers had their money on like like GameStop and AMC and and uh, Blockbuster because those companies they were like like with streaming and and technology and stuff doing what it is those companies will eventually become meaningless and obsolete mm -hmm. and they'll go down in the stock market yeah. and we'll make money now the risk of that is if the comp is if the stock starts is if the company gets a lot of recognition and the stock will go up and they'll lose money because eventually they, they have to buy those stocks back sure. so if they make do good and go higher than usual they have to put more of their money into buying the stocks back and they lose money. Okay. And so that's why they freaked out when GameStop did good because they were hedging their bets that it would do bad and they would make money. And then it got, and then it soared in the stock market and all the stockbrokers were like, whoa, 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 you can't do that. Why? Because we're losing. <laughs> like, and, and, and so, yeah, it was, it was, it was one of those things where like people were talking about like oh the negative repercussions of this and i'm like dude a bunch of people on reddit made wall street wall street squirm i don't care about repercussions that that just does it for me that that's, gives me a warm feeling in my heart that's so funny dude yeah did i, I totally understand yeah that's funny it <laughs> yeah it, it's great whenever like a uh a system like that just gets turned on its 
flipped on its ass. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially something like Wall Street or, or the thing. But yeah, like, but it was funny. Like, they freaked out with that, but they didn't freak out when a bunch of politicians in the Senate and Congress cashed in on, on their uh, on their uh, stocks right before COVID hit because they knew something was going to come around and they knew it was going to be a shutdown. That's a really good point. And then, so they cashed in their stocks like, oh, I'm just going to cash in on this. And then stock market goes down because of covid and Mm -hmm. and and everything and the shutdown is it like a video or like an article or there's something about it but like but but they did that that's what a bunch of them did and then horrible it's sad yeah it's it's it is yeah yeah. and that's that's should show you in itself where their priorities lie they only care about themselves if they didn't they would have they would have let they would have said like like spread the word in some way that oh there's gonna be a shutdown y'all better y'all better cash in mm-hmm. as soon as possible yeah but you know at the same time if they had probably done that then they, then like the stocks would have gone down even faster but at least then some people would have been able to get at least get a head start on on cashing in like right as soon as possible like you, it, it would have been uh, it would have been ideal but they don't care mm-hmm. so they only did it themselves and wall street didn't care because like they're just playing the game and they have money they got a lot of money yeah so uh so wall street's just like oh i don't care if you're cheating the game because you guys are in the yeah. you guys are in the elite you guys are politicians you got money mm, but then some some dudes on Re- some dudes on reddit make wall street squirm for a week and they're then like, oh, can you bail us out or whatever like, yeah oh my gosh man so stupid dude. it really is like like the it yeah at the end of the day it's it it was so it was so fun to see them squirm. Like I don't I, I, I said this to my to to my pastor. I said this to him uh the day that it happened. I said, dude, I don't care if this leads to another like to another depression or anything like that. If some dudes on Reddit can make Wall Street squirm, that is enough for me. Yeah. Like I'll I'll be I'll be I'll be feasting on dog meat in in like around a fire like trying to survive in the Mad Max world and I'll just be like <laughs> some Reddit dudes caused this. <laughs> You're just like I saw this dude that that's funny. Yeah. I'm just like sitting there thinking about that. I'm just like oh god, man, that's funny. Yeah, but you know this this whole shutdown it's not ideal, but. It has given me the opportunity to just kind of work on some stuff, and yeah, um, there's pros and cons. There's pros and yeah. cons, of course. Like definitely, l- like I definitely have more time on my hands to do some stuff, and I've been working on my album. I cranked out all the pre-pro tracks, uh, okay. and uh, as you can see, got oh, it. Oh, that's cool. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I got right that right there, uh, written out on the wall, and uh, and uh, I'm ready to start tracking real soon, and okay. and I'm really really excited. Um, and uh, also been able to watch some movies I haven't been able to watch yet, and okay. a bunch of stuff. How have you been spending most of your uh, quarantine time? Most of the quarantine time has been dedicated to playing with my dog, uh, jamming, mm. uh, playing video games, and really that's pretty much it. Hanging mm. with some family and yeah, yeah, working out. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I uh, basically for me it's just been like writing music um working on my mixing skills getting my craft done definitely and um also just kind of uh 
really getting myself centered uh like mentally and emotionally you know because with this whole thing like i mentioned it put this whole thing put me in a funk like about halfway into it like around like no october november where i just i was in a musical funk i couldn't i i didn't write anything sure i was in bed i was in bed yeah yeah i was in bed for a while it wasn't really a depression but i wasn't (laughs) (laughs) but i wasn't happy like it it was it was really um it it was just a funk at the end of the day and then at in december and january i just kind of was like you know I, I can't really be like this i'm not being productive i shook myself out of it and mm-hmm. then i cranked out the rest of the album and, and i was like, like oh, there you go. i was like oh okay yeah. well now i got this <laughs> yeah i do I've, I've had those before where you just flow with it and it's just like like i've written lyrics where you know pages of lyrics before we're just you I've get in the day, zone I've, yeah exactly i've had days of days of like just oh one verse here one thing here word here but it's like then when you're in the zone boom boom boom, boom, boom you know you start just it's writing back full songs. to back yeah, there's man. days where i've written like you know three four songs in like a sitting and it's just crazy like how just mm-hmm. the shit flows out of you but it's cool yeah 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 it, it, yeah pros and cons to this whole thing but i it's been a year I, yeah. i'm ready to go back i'm ready for normal too yeah that's at, at some at some point it, it's like people are talking like is it is it ever gonna be normal it's gonna be normal we've gone through this yeah. before like not at this so. level like of course because like like it, it's like covid isn't the most deadly thing but it just spread really really fast yeah um and and so um it's it hasn't been at this level but we've bounced back from worse yeah. like there people are forgetting that like a third of europe once died because of a plague yeah. like and they're still around there's and still there's kicking. aids it's still there's thing. aids and there's there's, there's other a, bad things like it's yeah it's yeah ebola all that all that stuff yeah we'll be we'll be fine and we'll bounce back and hopefully stronger than ever yeah I, yeah i think we'll be fine yeah just one day at a time one day at a time that's all you got to do yeah awesome well it's been a pleasure having you on i think that uh about wraps it up and uh for all you watching out there the one person it's very nice to have you on very nice to have eli on and uh i hope I, maybe we do this again sometime i have a great time yeah, definitely can. I appreciate it. Thanks. It's been a good, chill uh, session talking to you and everything. This is, yeah, it's good. Yeah, sweet. Appreciate you uh, having me on. Anytime, man. Anytime. Uh, tune in uh, whenever we drop the next episode, and uh, we'll hope to see you then. Later. Hell yeah. Hey.